Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Dreamer Talks. My name is Abby Volkovich, and I'm your host. So first things first, I'd like to describe why I've decided to start this podcast. For a very long time now, I've been listening to podcasts on the regular, as opposed to music. Whenever I'm driving, working out, or simply working in the woodshop, I decide to put these headphones on and listen to some podcasts. I think it's the best way to acquire knowledge and you know meet new people who have great things to offer. So I've decided to do the same thing. I know a lot of people, whether it be my friends, whether it be people who I just encounter in my everyday life, who have a lot to offer, and I'm going to start interviewing them. This whole project is also an initiative for myself to push me to pursue my dream. I'm currently working on my wooden glasses, uh, Dreamer Vision. You can check it out on all the different platforms. And I think it's very, very positive when you have other people around you who are pursuing their craft, whether it be business, arts, music, whatever it may be. If you have other people who are also being creative and pushing forward, it really gives you that ability to share your work and be inspired by other people. So that's really what I want to do with this podcast. I want to give you guys, the listeners and viewers, an inside look into different creative people who are pursuing their dreams. I think if we give up on our dreams and, you know, start working on a nine to five job because we have to pay the bills. I mean, I understand uh, there are necessities in life that you have to pay bills, but a lot of times, you know, you could fail at these certain jobs. I mean, specifically now we're in the Corona crisis. A lot of people got fired and a lot of people are failing. This is the best time to actually get into things and be creative, start painting at home, dancing, whatever it may be and start creating literally just explore different things that you really enjoyed as a child and never really pursued it because it didn't seem like something you could turn into a career or make money from this podcast is an attempt to approach these people who have taken that leap into pursuing their dream and not holding back going all in and taking little sound bites and little lessons from everyone that we encounter uh we can just grow as individuals every time i listen to a podcast I always take a little bit of a lesson from each individual person, and I think every person that you encounter in life, we can learn something new. So I welcome you to this uh, journey of Dreamer Talks. It's a new journey for me, and I hope you enjoy the journey along with me. So the first Dreamer that I'd like to feature on this podcast is actually myself. I'd like to tell you guys about this project that I've been working on, Dreamer Vision, which is the handmade wooden glasses that I've been working on for about five years now. It all started back in high school. I went to an arts high school and there was an option for an elective that was woodworking. And I was lucky enough to have an amazing teacher, which uh, I actually hope to be on the podcast sometime. I'm in contact with him, so he will definitely be a guest on the podcast at some point. Uh, So basically... When I was in this high school, I took woodworking for three years, starting in grade 10. And every single year I had the same teacher. And in grade 12, you know, the final year, I decided to go all out with my projects. And the best thing about this class is that our teacher, uh, his name is Mr. Pesa, he always gave us the opportunity to create whatever we wanted, as long as we showed a clear path in making it. It always started with the first week of the assignment, let's say the assignment was a two month project or a month and a half, whatever it was, you tell us, okay, first week, give me five different project ideas and then pick the one that you actually are gonna do and make a project report of how you're gonna do it. Now, once you had that plan, then go all in and do the project. And whenever you 
you know, you can't cut something or you can't use a tool that you don't know how, we approach Mr. Pesa, he teaches how to use a tool that we need for this project and we move forward. So I had a bunch of crazy projects in, projects in grade 12, uh, one of which was a pair of sunglasses made of wood. I've been wearing glasses my entire life. And when I was little, uh, I think when I was four years old, I started wearing glasses. And when I, the minute I was able to wear contacts, I'm wearing contacts right now, I decided to just start getting sunglasses for all the lost time that when I was a kid and I couldn't use sunglasses, I just started buying sunglasses everywhere. Whether it was the dollar store, whether it was you know any shop, whenever we traveled, I just had a collection of a lot of different sunglasses. And we were traveling one time in Mexico with the family and I came across this pair that was pretty pricey. Uh, it was handmade wooden glasses. And at that time, I had already had a interest in woodworking and handmade things in general. So I begged my parents to buy them and I ended up buying them. And turns out when I get to high school, I don't even know where they went, but they got lost. And uh, so I was pretty upset about that. But I came to the realization that if someone else has made this gla these glasses by hand, then I could probably do the same. So I looked online and came to my teacher, told him a plan and an, an idea. And he told me, you're not going to have enough time in class. You're going to have to come after school. You're a lot of dif difficulties with this project. And I told him, I'm, I'm good. I'll be able to do it at home. I'll get gear. I'll do whatever I need to do. I want to make this project. So he kind of uh, accepted from uh, my motivation that I really want to do this project. He even told me, uh, it's your zero, meaning if... I fail and I'm not successful by the end of the date that we have to hand in the project, he'd give me a zero. And in grade 12, this is a big risk because all our grades go to universities and these are the grades that we're using to get into universities. Uh, so it was, a, it was a risk and I decided to take that risk and I ended up making the glasses and they turned out really, really cool. And uh, after I had made them, a lot of different friends in school started telling me that they really like the glasses, they look really cool, and I should make more. And I actually started producing more with my friend Zane. Uh, he had one of the tools that I didn't have, and he also really liked the glasses, he was very handy as well. And we started making glasses at my dad's uh, photo studio. We turned the entire studio into a little wood shop and an assembly line of all the different steps that we have to do to make the glasses. Um, and it really all started back there, back then in, in grade 12. It was the final months of high school. And I think we made about 15 or 20 glasses. And I remember I didn't actually have lenses because I didn't have a, you know, someone from China that could send me lenses or, you know, the highest quality. So what I ended up doing is that collection that I had when I was a kid, I took all those glasses and popped out all the lenses and started using lenses of those cheap dollar store glasses that I had been collecting ever since I got the contacts. Uh, so it all turned, worked out pretty well because I started using all those lenses. Um, yeah, so w we ended high school and I had already planned to take a gap year in Israel. So I uh, split everything with Zane. Uh, I gave him half the glasses, I kept the other half and came to Israel and kind of put everything on hold. So I did my gap year, great gap year, and uh, I'll get into, uh, this will probably be an episode of uh, gap year 
and also my army service. I'll have uh, episodes for that. So I, I ended up taking a gap year as opposed to going to university like most of my friends in high school. And within my gap year, I made a decision to move to Israel and join the army. Uh, and then, so now this is army service of two years, eight months. And recently, actually a year ago, I, I guess it's not that recent anymore, um, but May 22nd, 2019, I finished my army service and I had already started planning uh, what's next. You know, it's almost like that step when people finish university and they're planning what's next. Here in Israel, it's very similar. After the army, you, you plan what's next and most people are actually planning for university or planning for a trip. Uh, so I started planning to either go to university or start working on my business or traveling. And it was these three different options that I kind of wanted to do all three. And in the end, I kind of ended up doing all three. And what I mean by that is by the end of my service, I had already put an order down for a shed uh, in order for me to work on the glasses. Uh, I needed a place to work. I didn't have a wood shop. So I bought a shed that I ended up putting on my porch at my house. And I started getting all the gear, a vacuum, uh, a saw, like all the different tools that I had in Canada. I couldn't actually use them in Israel because it's a different power. So I started buying all the tools. Uh, I got prepared for when I would finish the army to start going into production and making the glasses at a higher level and improving that, that skill uh, to make the glasses and start selling them here in Israel. So I started working on that. And honestly, I have to say it got a bit lonely because I was working nonstop, you know, from morning to night um, in the shed. And it was pretty, pretty lonely. And I wanted to spend time with friends as well. Uh, so I kind of I had weeks on and off where I would stop working on the glasses. I would be more hanging out with friends. Um, but in the end of the day, I, I had this, this, these tools that I had already bought. And I decided to keep going. And I came to a point where I decided that I would not start school uh, this last year. I would uh, take a break and actually work on the glasses and also travel and take that break to kind of explore the world. So I traveled, uh, went to the Philippines, and I was actually supposed to do a longer trip in Asia. Didn't end up working out. And uh, after that, when I got back, I decided to start working on the glasses again. I already had a lot of tools. I had the shed. I had all the different things that I needed, so I started working on it. And I guess right now I'm at a point where I'm producing a, a level that I'm really, really proud of. And that's one of the things that my teacher back in high school, Mr. Pesa, would always say with our projects. Uh, he would tell us, do not hand anything in that you wouldn't buy yourself. And mind you, I did hand in those projects. And at the time, I considered them to be super cool and everyone... Compared to what we were all doing in class, you know, those wooden glasses were, were a big deal. Uh, but now, you know, we evolve as human beings and our skill evolves. So I now, in woodworking, know how to nitpick all the different little things. So my first pair, if I look at it, I see the hinges that are they're different because I took hinges from old pairs, right? Like my collection that I had. And I actually... You know, they're not hinges from China. The lenses are older, you know, so th there's different little things that they wouldn't stand to my standards uh, today. And I'm proud to say that today um, I'm moving forward and it's still a journey. I'm trying to improve every single step of the way. And 
I'd like for you to check it out. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a dream of mine to uh, give people the ability to design their own pair. That was a big issue for me when I was growing up, uh, and I had reading glasses. And as a kid, first of all, kid glasses, there's not a lot of variety because um, kids tend to break things. And mind you, these wooden glasses aren't specifically meant for kids. Uh, since they are wood and they're more they're they're more fragile than your average uh, glasses for children. But uh, my whole idea is that these glasses are completely completely customizable by each individual, and they're made out of wood, so they're naturally made for you. And you can pick different wood types, different shapes, whatever. You know, sometimes the size isn't right. I remember going to stores when I was a kid and I would try on the different pairs. And there's always that one pair that's like almost perfect, the right shape, the right whatever. But it's missing the color or it's missing the arm. It's not perfect on on the sides. So, you know, I figured there was this missing link and I was able to, to, to fix it. And to adapt to that uh, requirements that people were, were seeing. So yeah, that, that's the story of Dreamer Vision. And uh, it really connects with the whole idea that um, I think if you see something that others have done, then you can do it as well and you can design it as well. Um, so I hope you, you like that little snippet of Dreamer Vision. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the first episode of my podcast. Uh, I'd like to personally thank you for listening. This is an adventure that I'm going on to begin this podcast and this journey. And honestly, I don't know what'll happen. I don't know if I'll end up dropping this within a month, but I'm very, very hopeful and I have a plan on how to do this and keep on going forward. So I welcome you along for the ride. And if you have any friends or family that you think might be an appropriate fit for this podcast to be interviewed about their field, uh, and you consider them dreamers, even yourself, if you consider yourself a dreamer, please make sure to contact me on any of the platforms uh, about being featured on the podcast. I'd love to get to know you and we'll see if it's, uh, if it's appropriate. So please make sure to check out the podcast, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next week. And most, most importantly, keep on dreaming.